kids were never a bore. You haven't heard it like this before. Yes, it's time to explore the things we care for. And though your jaw may hit the floor, we're still the weirdos you adore. We're the weirdos next door. Hello, this is Nobi, he, him. And this is Nicole, they, she. And together we are the, the weirdos, weirdos next door. door. Super awesome. Hey, hello, everybody. Uh, all you weirdos out there, we have a we have a, actually our first guest ever on the show. It's been a year, so let's it's like an anniversary show. Air high fives uh, across the room, um, and our friend visiting is William. Say hello, William. Hello, William. Very good. <laughs> good job. <laughs> so, uh, um, well, William is a friend of ours that we've known for how long? Like a four or five years, maybe. What? Yeah, I think it's yeah. been like yeah, it was yeah. a couple of years before yeah. the Tom the Thomas fire, so 2017ish, right? 16ish, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then of course the three years that of, of pandemicus, yeah, and also depression troughed. I remember, exactly. I remember yeah. like we kept trying to like reach every now and then we would reach out to each other, go like, hey, I feel we want to, and then like oh, they were like would peter out. Our depression cycles were off sync. Yes. That's all it was. All like, I was in a trough when you guys were on your way up, and when you all were on your way up or on your way down, I was climbing out. So. See, we talk about that often, and for us, we, we, we tend to, like, like either want to be both up, or at least one of us has to be up at some point to help kind of pull <laughs> the other along. Right? Or nothing, yeah, or nothing gets done. Yeah. Yeah. Like and then when so. I'm up, I'm the bad texter. I don't text anyone back, so there's there's that. I suck at communicating. But like what we've been kind of chatting about today, because uh, William's been here for for a couple hours now. We've just been like talking shit, and like this is one of the things I love about our friendship is it always we always end up getting like super deep and vulnerable, like super easily. <laughs> yeah. And like I love it. Yeah. I really appreciate it. I I like I do. That's one of the things I love about our friendship is we just like get right in there. I like, I do too, because like I. <laughs> What we've been like, what we've been talking about, like, I don't do that with a lot of people. Yeah. And then, uh, after, when I do do it, that might be why I banished for a long time. I was like, all right, that was enough vulnerability for a while. <laughs> I don't need to see them again for a few months. Like, that's good. That's good. That's enough. That's enough. No, and I to- totally feel that. But yeah. yeah, so we've been talking about like, like some of our early relationship experiences and things that we have have learned from since that. So that it's been it's been a very interesting discussion. Uh, uh, Nicole also loves cooking for you. Yes. Oh, yes. I thought that, like I thought you just loved cooking. No, I mean I do love cooking, but you're what, like one of my favorite people to cook for because like you're you're like my food ego stroker. <laughs> you're, you're so demonstrative. Like, you're, you're so enthusiastic. You, the time like in the kitchen, you like 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 Nicole said, "Here, taste this," and you went, "You're just like yes," and you're like fist pumping, and, and we're like we're like oh oh here. Oh, let me taste it too. What you, you put something magical in there? What did you do? <laughs> well, I'm you know, glad. Like, really glad. Yes, yeah, appreciative, appreciative, uh, um, uh, um, imbiber. Yeah, and and we also have like one of those friendships that we're always able to pick up like really easily when we go through periods of time like yeah. without talking to each other. Totally. Yeah, and, that's really important. Yeah. So. so much, much appreciated. We appreciate you sticking through us. Sticking with us through through all of the, the past few years. Of course, yeah, I, I appreciate it. Feel the same. So. There's been some crazy stuff. There's been some really shit. Has. So much, so much shit. Yeah. But, well, do we want, what do we want to talk about? Let's keep talking. I I'm just gonna follow y'all's lead. I don't know where we're going. Yeah, but. I don't know either. I don't know either. What, what's our plan? Well, you were talking about 
stuff. Do you want to talk about politics going yeah, on today? That, that's like a super vulnerable level to now be recording. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we already talked about it. We, Ta- talking we, about we, our, our high school exes. And, oh, oh, yeah. No, and that. being I'm, shitty partners. Was that, oh, no, I wasn't talking about that. I was talking about... Um, not what we had, were previously talking about, but current state of affairs. Totally, I'm down with that. Yeah. Uh, or I mean, a, a recent movie you've seen, or... I mean, well, what y'all's... The, the whole goal of today was, was to discuss y'all's marijuana, bro. <laughs> well, hell yeah. Okay, so... So, um, um, I've probably mentioned this. I haven't really done a specific marijuana, like a, like a, like a, like a grow episode. But I've talked about it, and I've talked about how I've lost so many crops because of this area a first of all is like a great um is very fertile mm-hmm. yeah. very fertile and 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 just stuff just wants just like wants to grow we just need to give it water because there's not enough water here right yeah. that's it that's all mm-hmm. if we just give it water things would grow like crazy and when we we're on our game that's great but you go outside right now it looks a little sad it's it's a wasteland it looks a little janky like it's kind of it's all like tumbleweeds most of this part of the country yeah yeah it's not so, unique it's not, it's not, it's so, so, you're so, not special so one, one of the things that we're trying to do is we, we, we call uh, sort of like a you know uh, remove yourself to improve yourself and that means take yourself out of the we're taking ourselves out of the equation like trying to do automated things or getting things that are already done gotcha right yeah so one of those is that's like it's not know, meant to be a super dark like <laughs> Yeah, that's not, that's not like, that's like, take yourself out. Like, we got, all we can do is take yourself out. But it is out, kind of dark. Take yourself but, out. But it's not meant to be. Well, it's like removing yourself from the processes where you're not necessary. Yeah. Like, right. if there's something that could replace me, but, like, still get everything right. done that yeah. I want to so get like, done. You know, like, so, like, you know, drip irrigation, uh, uh, water collection. We really got to, like, start harvesting the uh, water, where you, you know, that rain, when we do get rain. When we do, We've yeah. We've got this 360-gallon t- uh, uh, tank. Uh-huh. That I got from some guy in uh, who went to Santa a... Paula, right? No, it wasn't. Sa- it was outside Camarillo. Mm-hmm. I feel like it worked out. Anyway, it was those big cube things, you know. You see, yeah, yeah, I know exactly. The, the sci-fi yeah. movies. I know exactly. What you're talking props about. and warehouses, you or shuttle bays. Um, <laughs> what? That's the fr- everybody understands. Dream. Those things, are, those those big square cubes. Yeah, yeah, and sometimes they're in like an aluminum cage. Yes, right? yeah, yeah. Ours is in alum- in an, an aluminum cage. Yeah. They're super light. They take up a lot of space and they look industrial. So yeah. it's perfect. But we need to figure out. We need to get our first. We need to get like gutters put on, and then we can start collecting rain, and that can kind of help you know water the chicks. I got a little bit of uh, um, um, stuff, a uh, uh, rain gutter, about like twenty feet of it, just fell off this house. Everything else got trashed. <laughs> so uh, uh, it was a crack house when we moved in. <laughs> it was. And so I, I was going to put it on the back of the uh, uh, the chicken run because I just did a, a slanted roof. Yep. So I can just have the water run off there and catch that and go be auxiliary to their to their water dish. I don't mm-hmm. know. I just had the I just I'll open this. I just had the uh, energy or the spoons to make their feeder. Do you see that feeder out there? Yeah. Little tube. Yeah, little yeah. tube there. I think you could use just some stuff like that too for like improving your gutter and like rain collection system. Like it'd be really easy. Like yeah. You don't need more rain gutters. Like we could set something up pretty quickly. That'll help. Well, I was thinking like just getting like some PVC pipe and then just yeah. running it through the uh, um, table saw and just cutting like, you know, cutting like yeah, just cut a, a quarter ways. a quarter chunk out of it. Yeah. And then just like stick it up, you know, nail it to the 
But it might look shitty if we did it that for the front. Yeah, that's, you don't want that looking out on the main street. Yeah, I was like, we can do whatever we want on the back side, but can we do like that badass copper gutters on the front? Do we want copper? Because like, let's get a quote, just, just the front. Just the front, just right there. Like oh, either, the... either copper or black or... I would prefer black. I just think the copper would be a nice pop of color. I'm going to have to show me that what that looks like. Anywho. Anyhow. Yeah, so water collection and irrigation. Right. And uh, um, and that's one of the reasons, that's like the main reason why you came over, uh, William, is to uh, um, help us get started or help me, help be like a uh, an accountability partner in, in growing some weed because I've, I've fallen off the map and, and just like, you know, you and your community to come once a week, just like make sure I'm keeping on it. And so I think it'll work. I'm hoping. So like once we get like stuff that's going to flower, starting to flower, we can actually start germinating another another crop, another, another crop, yeah. right? So we can rotate out. Rotating and out um, keeps up going. So I figure we'll probably start with maybe like three or four. I could probably see. I could probably germinate more than that. Well, yeah, if you have the room for it, but like it, yeah, I think like three or four plants for now would be fine. Like yeah. I'm so new to it, like I. I just well, like making my own hash out of it, but I'm not in. I'll do like, I'll do two of the of the skunk, and then good. like uh, if they get big enough, just you can just take one to your place and and see how it grows up, up there. We do like, a comparison for AB. Yeah, I think that'd be really cool, and then we could just see what are like the different environmental. We tried to do that when I had like oh, what was it? I had like I had like sixty or eighty shake seeds. Remember how, how many how many we found? There was so many of them. I didn't know it was that many. That was incredible. Yeah, and so I gave you like. I gave you six, and I gave six, I gave six, yeah. and I gave my friends uh, uh, across the street uh, from my old place, I gave them uh, two or three. It was, yeah, and I'm just like, I don't have a green thumb, I'm terrible at growing, so I remember I was, I was like really excited, it's like, okay, let's do it. Was that in 2020? Was that like COVID? Or was that pre-COVID? Was it? It was just the, oh, it was just the beginning of COVID. It, just, it so, was like, yeah, it was. So we would meet outside and we'd hear right, and we right, right. our distance. Yeah. We didn't wear, necessarily wear masks. Yeah, it was, that, it was that summer and there was a massive heat wave like right, right after the handoff also. And I was living in a different place there and it was like yeah, super hot. Yours, yours just like cooked and fried. And it just fried. I remember yeah. like, I think I had, I kept them green for maybe a week. Yeah. And then uh, I was like, I don't know if I'm overwatering them or what, but then they just wilted and were gone and it, they just got cooked. They just got uh, cooked. Uh, and that well, I, I think the weirdest part about it is like I just didn't know what the fuck I was doing. <laughs> so like I was, I was yeah. the, I was the part there. So. I think I, I, I think some of did any of all, any of the ones that I kept did they get, did they end up being harvested or did I lose them also? Mm, I think we lost most of the shake seeds. I mean, they weren't they were shake seeds. They weren't exactly the best genetics to begin with. So maybe. Um, the shake seeds that I have, I have like what six of them, I think. I mean, just like just germinate them and totally then, see what comes and out, and um, throw a couple at you to put up wherever you're putting. So we're gonna do we're gonna do an indoor grow. We're gonna germ I'll germinate some seeds today, um, and then probably like you know the next time you come, we're gonna start like yeah, I, I, I will have cleaned out that room. And picked up some 420 soil. 420, yeah. Um, we still have some nutrient stuff. If if that's a, a route we want to go, 
But honestly, um, like, just the one bag of just filling a pot with the you know, 420, 420 recipe. We don't have to add anything else. Oh, really? Really. It just, it just, it, the plants go crazy. You can augment, you can, you can help boost, give us some extra, you know, like, let's, you know, give us more vegetative growth or more, you know, more flat, more bloom, what have you. But it's, it, first of all, they're called weeds for a reason. They're, they're, they're such a weed. <laughs> exactly. They, they do grow. They grow all over the place. And then, yeah, I think one of, the, it'd be nice in the springtime, like we were talking about, to start some of those land raised seeds that I have. It'd be really cool to see if, some more proficient growers can actually get them to go because I did okay, but yeah. I'd like I'd like more practice with them. Um, yeah. And you saw you saw my mushroom grow there on the uh, on, the, on the kitchen counter. I saw it there. I didn't know what that what that's what that was until yeah. you just told me earlier. That that what is that shrooms. science project they have, <laughs> they have over there? <laughs> that is uh, a um, that is a uh, um, all inclusive like turnkey uh, psilocybin mushroom growing. Kit, so it arrived like that. I just had to open it up, you know, like poke a hole in the bag so the air could get in, it could kind of balloon out, and just put it somewhere where there's indirect sunlight, so it can grow. Right now, it's in the process of turning all white. The mycelium so network is growing. I don't know why mushrooms need sunlight. I didn't because I didn't know they don't do any photosynthesizing, do they? They need they need ambient sunlight. Okay. Um, Do we know why? It's 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 part of the process of the mycelium. Mycelium is like all these like little network. The little like, filament of like yeah, tiny threads. Yeah, 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 and and that and that's actually supposedly the largest. Um, it's like one of the largest. It can be some of the largest organisms, living yeah, organisms on, on, on the, the planet. planet. Yeah, right. yeah. I think there's there's one that's actually like spans like Siberia that's all connected, and it's part. I I got these. I got two put two books on Kindle. And one here, uh, this mushroom cultivator from uh, Paul Stamets up north. Uh, it's a, the process is, is the mycelium networks kind of keep like taking all the nutrients and stuff. Right. And there has to be the right conditions uh-huh. for it to start fruiting. Gotcha. I just, right? I'm temperature, humidity, uh, amount of light, just because of like, I think it helps the sunlight helps kind of like break down some of something. Uh, yeah, I'd love to learn more about that because the mycelium is typically underground. So I'm wondering how, it would, like, how it knows if it's getting ambient sunlight. Well, it has to come to the surface in order for it to like create the, the, those nodes. Right, but like, right. I'm wondering, like, because if they're not photosynthesizing, what is it that makes them like? What what is nece- Are they directly dependent on sunlight, or does sunlight do something to the environment around them that they notice and then they fl- and then they fruit? Yeah, like I guess that's that's the my my nerdy science curiosity that I get it's about the, the biological thing. how does this like, actually what is work it exactly like how does it work this way like oh how do you survive yeah like why do you, if you don't photosynthesize why the hell do you need sunlight okay. you weirdo you alright tell me uh, according to uh, the mushroom cultivator a practical guide to growing mushrooms at home by Paul Stamets and Jay's Chilton uh, shameless mushroom, plug uh the three major steps in the growing of mushrooms parallel three phases in their life cycle. They are, one, spore collection, spore germination and isolation of mycelium or tissue cloning. Two, preparation of inocula- inoculum by the expansion of mycelial mass on enriched agar media and then on grain. Implantation of grain spawn into composted and uncomposted substrates or the use of grain as a fruiting substrate. Mm-hmm. Then the third stage is the fruit body mm-hmm. and that's mushrooms initiation and development. Right? Mm-hmm. 
Mycelium is a vast network of interconnected cells that permeates the ground and lives perennially. Perennially. And in some places where, if, if that's the case, like there's some places where they get so yes. little sunlight. They only, they only present uh, produce fruit bodies under uh, optimum conditions of temperature, humidity, and nutrition. Right? Uh huh. In most part, the parent mycelium has but one recourse for ensuring the survival of the species to release enormous numbers of spores. This is accomplished through the generation of mushrooms. Right? Still nothing about I'm waiting sunlight. on the sunlight piece. I'm looking. <laughs> <laughs> like, but, but, but the sunlight. Not to say that, it, I mean, it, it makes, it, again, like, pretty much everything needs sunlight in some way. I'm just kind of like, okay, why? But, but the sunlight, though. <laughs> all right, look it up on your phone. Oh, uh, we can find it. It's not, I mean. Now we need to know the answer, and yeah. I need some more. <laughs> Uh-oh. I'm sorry for pausing. Like, wait, stop. Oh, no, it's fine. This needs to be, this, we cannot move on until we know. I mean, sun isn't even in the index. No, I said look up on your phone. I, I know, but I'm just saying. <laughs> just saying. Mushrooms. I, I, I just read the instructions. And I'm just that I, sort of dude. It's like, okay, I'll, these are the instructions. Well, phone. Pr- prove it. Well, why, why, why do I need to do that? It's still just the, the kid who's like, but why? They do not but, require but sunlight to grow according to the San Francisco Gate version. <laughs> Uh, most mushrooms don't, it says, because they don't have chlorophyll. Can they live without sunlight? I don't know. A lot of this is saying they'll grow without any sort of sunlight. So I wonder if I, I wonder if ambient sunlight just helps keep, because it's in a closed container, right? Mm-hmm. I wonder if it just helps keep the humidity and everything in check. So like it'll warm up a little bit, and then yeah. I don't know. I would imagine so. The, the condensation For optimal levels. growth, mushrooms require the right amount of light and the right temperatures. Most mushrooms prefer shade or dark places, which is why you'll often find them on forest floors. However, some mushrooms can grow in part to full sun, such as those you may find growing on manure in a field. Oh, we're finding some controversy. You know, it's like, that's not Google right. mainstream. They don't, they don't chlorophyll. They don't get chlorophyll. Yeah, because they, they're not. So then. Mushrooms don't need She's light. Mushrooms don't Excuse need me, light. Excuse me, you need to come back. We have questions. We have to talk to you right now. You need we to... have questions that need to be answered and, immediately. So... <laughs> this is very important. Mushrooms don't need light except during their fruiting period. Oh. So to grow, so to reproduce, they need light, but to grow, they don't? Lizzo will, will get you there. Professional, the, professional growers do 12, 12 hours of light, sunlight on, 12 off. So they just, it's just one of they know it works, but they just can't, they don't know why. Well, or it, it, they can't explain why. It has, been, it has been known to, uh, um, some have been known to uh, produce a little bit more in the complete darkness, but then they're like, it's not, I think it has to be the conditions where there would be like air and people and things moving because the spores just drop down from the, uh, from the gills. And so they want, that's how they spread. They want to, that's how they. I think that's one of the things that's just still so cool about like nature and stuff is like, okay, we, we, through experimentation, we've seen that sunlight works. It makes, it helps these things, but they don't have chlorophyll. So we don't know why. Mm-hmm. Like that's what's so, that's what's so fun about shit like that. It's like, no, it, it's helpful. We don't, science can't explain it, but something magical is happening there. Yeah. That's, that's usually where my insistent curiosity leads me to. <laughs> it's the fey people. Just don't, exactly. But we are talking about the grow, yeah, for the uh, for the weed, which definitely needs sunlight or yeah. some sort of yeah. <clears throat> and this late in the season, I was concerned about like you know like I was saying, is it, should we do it all indoor? And you're like, no, there's enough light here, so that's just good to learn that stuff. 
We'll start it. We'll start it indoors because it does grow faster if you do like twenty four seven light. Mm -hmm. I'll just I'll program to turn off um, during our peak hours of five to eight p.m. Gotcha. And that's where we get charged like the way too much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's fine. Awesome. It'll be a lot of fun. And then when they get when they do get bigger and they're starting like maybe when they start um, start blooming we can like put them out in the sun. Let the, let the sun do. That, yeah. If we just if we basically just switch the day where it's on from like midnight to noon. Yeah. And then off from noon to midnight. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. I'm, but the problem with that is I tried doing that, where I like do like you know it's light up at night when the when the rates are low, but like during the day I need to go check on them and it's like. Pitch black it needs to be it. super, yeah, because then you're then you're gonna mess yeah. up your photo periods. Five. Well, because like, it has to be off by five p.m. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So what, five to five. Probably. Oh yeah, that, they don't care if it's at noon or five a.m. when the light comes on. Oh yeah, the plants don't. <laughs> the plants just, don't. Just the uh, the electric company. Yeah. Has like some. Well, issues. and me, I don't want to be checking on them at two in the morning every day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're having going with like flashlight or something yeah but i've had some successful grows oh i know you have i've had some yeah uh and actually uh i do have a, a growing instagram and then if i recall correctly it's grow g-r-o dot daddy d-a-d-d-y grow daddy grow daddy grow dot daddy but without the w that's so <laughs> lame i should really try to see if i can get a better Get a better name for that. Well, I think you should try to get something you could sell, like create a, a weed growing product you could sell under that name. That's like that's a very marketable name right there, dude. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Grow Daddy. Grow Daddy Soil. <laughs> that's got to be taken. There's so many. Uh, uh, oh, it, ha it has to be. Yeah. There's so many URLs that I I, I bought. Go like, oh, it's a great business idea. I never ever do anything with it. This is part of my. ADHD. It's a that's a that's a fun one when you're just bombarded with ideas and you're like, okay, cool. What's the next idea? But never get a project done. I do I do that too. That's terrible. It really <clears> is. <throat> you're the worst. Eh, it's better than not having any ideas. That's true. That's why I do try to write them all down, or just put them in my you know, or at, at the very least, just text uh, text to Nicole. We'll do. We'll do that. We're like, we're like. Oh, I don't want to forget this. I'll just text it to. And we just we know what it's for. So what else? What else? No, I just found there you go. I just hit you up with my uh, with my hash making Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> we're well. We're, we're all just connecting via like. A, yeah, by our secret like pretend lives. Yes. Yes. <laughs> do you want to share your? Uh, your, your yeah, yeah, it's a foolish melt. It's foolish. Yeah, F O O L I S H melt. Right. Foolish Milk. I see. Foolish Milk is now following Grow.Daddy. Okay. Excellent. So awesome. Connecting on various on various levels. <laughs> and we, we initially met via rope. At uh, a Trist, right? Was it Tristology? Was it Tristology or was it via Fet? I forget. Or maybe... I think. Oh, no, I think we met at a, at, at a, rope, a rope social. I think I think it was yeah. a rope social too. Yeah, it's Tristology, yeah. Yeah, when uh, at their old place, right? When it was, remember when it was in the back? 
Oh yeah, the, you had you would go, go upstairs and yeah. there was like the balcony. Oh, we, we got so crowded, one. right? People were like spilling out of the courtyard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It, was like, it was just pretty much because the so downstairs cool. was just like bedroom attire, like robes and lingerie, and then you would go upstairs, and that's like where the the kink stuff was, and so that's where we were supposed to be. But you put eight people in there trying to tie each other up, like yeah. I don't know how to. I, oh, no, I can probably was, figure out how to tie eight people up the, together. Oh yeah, that was but the second place. Already. That was the second place, right? That was one. Of the, oh, those in the back alley. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about the one that was uh, in the courtyard off of Maine. Yeah, yeah. That's the. That was also that was only a second story, right? Yeah. Straight what? up, straight up the stairs. Wait, did I she have I, a? Did she have a shop downstairs? No. Christology. I I'm probably. You guys got yeah, I'm all, I'm all, I'm all, I'm all messed up. It's too. been so long. <laughs> there was the one that was in the parking lot, right? And that was on this side of me, and then the right on the beach side of me. Yeah, and like then the other one was in the the courtyard, but you would just go straight up the stairs. Oh, like right, down right. The hallway. Yeah, there's that one too. Yeah. Right, but in that they weren't there very long though, right? Mm. It, it does. Royland, yeah, you're getting a lot of you're getting a lot of free footage right now because <laughs> we love you. We <laughs> do. I can I can I can edit all that out too. Oh, that's oh, an yeah. issue. Yeah, I think I don't know. I can't remember how long they were doing the the meetups there. It took me a while to finally go to one just because like I've been in, you know I've been in a rope for like really like over two decades now and like um, but coming back to like the part of the world where I grew up in mm -hmm. I was like I don't know if I want to be putting my face out here yet yeah. and so but I'm it's really a deceptively glad. small town it, area it, yeah like yeah and but after doing so it's just like oh right there's a lot of good people here and mm -hmm. it's worth it's worth stepping out a little bit like and yeah it's just been great so yeah uh, yeah I think um I don't remember if I was there with a with a with a partner or not. I think I was coming alone for quite a while. I didn't. Yeah, I think once you were there with like a, you were with a couple and they were asking you to tie the wife, I believe. Oh right, that, right. That right. was upstairs at the end. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Feels like a lifetime ago. Right, because I, I remember I walked by and you done a much more elaborate tie than most of the people that were there. Like it was clear that you two had been. Do, do knew what you stuff. were doing yeah. and well, you know I didn't want to like go in there and be like I've been time for this I didn't want to be that dude but so when I walked by and I saw that I was like oh I need to I want to get to know them that, like that I, dude okay I Aww. I was just like oh we they've been doing this for a while like we've actually made a number of friends we have a number of friends that still stick with us that's been around for that have like met through rope but not just rope but like watching me me tie but yeah when I, when I, so when I tie I sometimes just like forget everything and just focus on what I'm, my hands are doing which is why I like tying because it helps quiet the mind right mm -hmm. um, it's also why you like to be tied mm -hmm. right it helps kind of quiet the it's very much being tied the sensation of that is uh, um, sort of like when you swaddle a baby and so it's like it's sort of like usually that, that feeling of being like safe and all warm and Inside, well, inside, back in the womb. And, and then when you add some suspension to it, there's also the, the struggle and relaxation and suffering. And and the giving in to the, like being a rope top or whatever you want to call it. Like, it's amazing when you're with someone who's like a 
was willing to let you just I am going to space out and just focus on knots mm -hmm. for anywhere from 30 seconds to 10 minutes to whatever sort of tie we're yeah. going to do and when somebody like allows me to do that it's 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 what it's so awesome because yeah. it is just like this it's such a way to escape and relax not just for the person being tied but for the person doing the yeah. time it can it's be very like, co-regulating yeah which is like very very nice and very connected when i first started when i first started tying um i was i had been freshly uh um retired and freshly dumped freshly broken up we broke up it was mutual <laughs> She just need more space. I took all her shit. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay, freshly uncoupled. Freshly uncoupled. Like, just like, <laughs> nothing better to do. Nothing to do. So I went looking for stuff because I was fucking lonely. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was like, I came up here from L.A. And then to be closer to my... You know, um, Santa Barbara's socialite girlfriend. You know, I just got halfway to here and like a, a gig that was like, you know, in the valley, right? So I was like, oh, this works out. I, I, I looked at the place like the 101. Where did it go? Where did it come closest to the water? Ventura. <laughs> that's how I picked it. And I found a beach house. And I'll post some pictures on on the uh, on our, on our Facebook and Instagram if you want to see. But I live literally on the water. Nice. Because sometimes the waves would crash into my patio or onto my driveway. Yeah. So uh, I was born in L.A. And then I, like, my first couple years I was in Echo Park. And then my mom met the guy who raised me, my dad, and he lived up in Ventura. And so he got us a place up there right on Pierpont and Seaward. Like, I think four or five houses down. Hmm. Oh. And so we were there up until 89. So I was like 12 by then, 11 or 12 when yeah. we left. But yeah, so yeah. my formative years were right there off of Pierpont. Hmm. I, was on, I was on that tank that, that looked, like, looks like a bunker. It was, like a, it was on the sand. I know, I know the house you're talking about. Like I, that was mine for a year. That's hilarious because like we would go down and play on the beach and walk up and down and we would always like... I know those houses very well. Right. Like, I just know them really well. That's really cool. That's so funny. We had yeah. one date there. Really? Before he left. Before he moved out of that one. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. Like the so the cool. next to last week before he moved out. Because I remember the the week, like the last week of April, his his family, like entire family, including the the ex wife came up and helped him move. Oh, wow. So I didn't see him for, for like, a week. And then we had, like, a, another six-day-long date. But that one was with the other partner. With, with the other partner. Yeah. So it was me and 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 two um, cute people. <laughs> moved, moved, freshly moved into the uh what we call we call that place it the, was the bungalow it was the beach bungalow yes i moved I had, I had to move down because of rent so i went from the beach house to, to the bungalow to the bungalow which yeah. was like you know part way up the lane right and it was actually a duplex and i was just renting it but it was like heck of a lot cheaper than what i was paying yeah i pretty much blew my uh, my my i blew my my like nest egg thingy 
you know, not my retirement, but like a little like, you know, like, you know, get out of get out of the country kind of money. Right, right. It's like boom, gone in a year. Because like, yeah, that's year's rent on the on the beach. Yeah, not cheap. Not cheap and really important, but maybe not the most prudent. Yeah. Like, I think everybody needs to do something like that at some point in their life. That was like, my midlife crisis thing, But then once you do it, you're like, shit. Like, I don't know if I should have done it. But, like, but most I, of us got to do something like I that. I can't regret it. Yeah. No, you can't. It's just, like, it's so, it, it yeah. brings, there's so much that it brings. But yeah. it's like, yeah, you, I don't want to do two or three of those. I've done it once. I don't want to repeat it. Right. Like, it might be really valuable to do it again. But, you know, it was, it, it marked a time in my life. But I felt worthy of making permanent on my flesh. Yeah. With, the, with my t- with my tattoo that I designed. Mm-hmm. The other one I, won't, I don't want to talk about. I was, I was going through the breakup. That was but like that's what got you into rope, though. This is what, this is what? like what you got yes. into rope, and then it, you, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now see, um, if you look at it, it's a it's a uh, triangle uh, or, or or delta, mm-hmm. sort as uh, with a. BDSM blim sitting in the middle of it, right? And each of the uh, the points have 17 in Roman numerals. So it was like my 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 year of change thanks to BDSM. Oh, that's awesome! I and you met me, uh, of course. And that we met we met in that year. I know. So I I commemorated that. I know. You two are so sweet. It's awesome. Isn't it? He just tolerates me. For five years, That's, <laughs> it takes just, a lot of sweetness to tolerate anything for five me. years. Like, if it's tolerating, like, okay, there's something really <laughs> worth tolerating here. Oh, we just always joke that I just keep on coming back. I got first. I I got into BDSM like in college, like in uh, the late '90s, and it just kind of stuck with me there, and. Then when I was, I used to climb a lot, and I remember playing with the rope, and like, this is really fun. I like tying knots a lot, and then it uh, wasn't too far of a step. This makes my brain happy. Yeah, it wasn't, like... Yeah, it wasn't until, like, you know, looking back, is why did I latch on to rope so quickly? And that was, I would look back, and I would, I wouldn't mind when the fishing line got all tangled up, because I could sit there... For like a good 30, 40 minutes, an hour, just using my fingernails, just pull, untie. I'm not gonna cut it. I'm not gonna cut it. It's gonna wiggle it, wiggle it, wiggle it. It's a little bit bigger, a little bit bigger. You know what I'm talking about, right? I, well, yeah. And then, and all of a sudden, it's like, yes. <laughs> you know, I mean, you're just it's untying that knot, just so it's, satisfying. So the the guy I go uh, diving and fishing with a lot, like we were talking about, he's he only has the use of one arm, and so I'm tying all the knots. And after like. We were fishing partners for like a year. He was like, "How'd you? How are you so good at learning knots?" He's like, "You haven't been fishing for very long, but I could ask you to do a knot and you figure it out." Mm-hmm. And so I told him, "I was like, I've been, I've been into bondage. I've been in rope bondage for 20 years now. Like, I love, I love playing with rope. I love tying. Mm-hmm. I, I love, I love making rope. I just love the way it feels. And I'm, I am a snob. I love my, I think it should be natural, <laughs> like." Right, I like natural yeah. fibers way more, but I mean not for rock climbing or whatever. But I just I love the tactile sensation of it and what it does for however many people you're getting involved with. Right? So I I don't I don't mind um, synthetics. Like I I have synthetic hemp that I use uh, specifically for like 
like any sort of like uh, your, top, your dirty, top line dirty dirty plays uh, you know top lines of course for support because they're you know they they, they really they degrade evenly yeah I'll have to show you um that you hold some of my uh, um, my my synthetic rope I it's yeah and it's just like one of those, it's just like I think like once I learned how to start making my own rope and you know from that was not from kink related stuff I was like oh I could take my favorite natural materials and use different weaves and thicknesses and whatnot and make super strong top lines that are all natural now. Yeah. And that was just like, because I was a nerdy dude and was like, I, I want to learn how to make stuff out of stuff I can't find in the store. So, yeah, yeah like, yeah, we're, we're, gonna, we're talking about rope now. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's okay. I love it. Like, the, the rope and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's been so long. It really has been. Oh, I remember when, when I first started when we first started chatting, you invited me over. Yeah. And I was like, okay, like, sounds great. Let's see, this will be really fun to talk about rope. And you're like, so this is where I keep my rope. And I was like, beautiful. <laughs> we, this is right. This is this is who I wanted to get to know around here. Uh, I like how you, you know, the, the way you said it. You made you like put your hand out like. So this is where I store my rope. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like. Yeah, it was just, it was stunning. I was like, oh, sweet. And you had dozens of, of, uh, Hanks hang, of hanging up on the wall. There's a bunch right there in the corner. I don't, is that, is that's, that jute? That, is that, that jute back that's, there? Uh, that's the Moco jute and some Moco sheen. Actually, I bought out all of Moco's, uh, um, Moco sheen. Uh, Moco sheen. I really love, I love linen. Like, that's my favorite material to use. And it, there's just so few rope makers in this country that you can get linen in. So, like, that's. Why my, I started making my it. preferred um, um, rope is the uh, um, untreated, untreated jute. Uh, uh, moco jute. Yeah, like at the this is this is this is stunning. It's like six millimeter. I mean, it's six. It's a six millimeter. And so I got those all raw, and um, we treated it. And yeah, I had you do a bunch of treating, didn't I? Thank you. I remember. I, I, did you do any singeing? Yeah, I did singeing, and then I also. Um, Early pandemic was the last time I went through your whole rope kit and singed and oiled everything. Yeah, it's been a while. I need to do it again. And I found your mineral oil the other day, so. It is, it's like, it, it is so fun just to nerd out on something like the two people nerd out on, the three people nerd out on so much. Well, I mean. It's just rope, but like, and you could tie somebody up with kind of anything and be mm -hmm. safe with it, but there are people like, like us who just fuck really nice rope is really nice yeah and this is beautiful oh. but then the uh um dollar 25 uh spool of, like really shitty coconut rope right Co like super scratchy right and like but it's like it's got its place for it oh, right yeah. it's like this or seesaw like i mean i don't use seesaw i've wrapped that around my fist like, 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 like a glove and like but punched like, and punch me with it uh, it's, i mean of course lots of foot torture options i have a uh a spool of Amatsunawa or whoever uh, all organic like jute mm -hmm. twine that I got I spun into a few hanks and a few lengths and I should I should make some more but I'm just so lazy now <laughs> I'm so tired all it the time it just takes so long to like <laughs> hand crank out like fuck uh, you know like 30 40 meters of rope it's oh shit should I just buy a spool of it already made? Like now that he's selling those, now I'm like, yeah. Yeah, we still have. 
two more spools to process of the moko sheen. Yeah. It's it yeah it's because yeah it's just a lot of. It's, I. If, if my partner wants to make rope with me, I probably would do it. But now it's like I just. I have enough, and I'll be. It'll be like special occasions from here on out. Yeah, when you need to to make a new kit or something. Right, right. Like this is just for. For me. This thing. Or, right. or, or like, for, you know, like, I want to make it for my, you know, right. blah, 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 friend. Yeah. For my, my, for, you want to make it for my friend Novi. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. Just like, all right, let's yeah. make some. Yeah. yeah. I think I have a few spools of linen thread, too. I have not tied with uh, um, any cottony. Yeah, linen's just like, it's so. I think it's so um, deceptive in how strong it really is just because it doesn't get used in this country very much, but it's like, it's on par with hemp, even stronger in some, like, in some cases. What's, what, what's the feel like? It, it depends, you can either, because it's, it's processed differently, so when you take uh. it off the plant itself, so you have wet spun and dry spun, and that's, mm. so you do a redding process, and then how you take the actual fiber off the plant is different than the process of pulling the fiber of You said hemp. something redding? Pro- a ret, yeah, R-E-T-T-I-N-G. And what is that? So that's where you would take your uh, your stalks of linen, linen, I can't remember the, the species, the genus is linen, and uh, you take those and you get them wet and you let them naturally rot, and there's a certain spot where enough of the actual, like, I guess cellulose starts to rot, but the, the vertical fiber, the long running fibers haven't, and so it's just easier to process. And in different parts of the world, they do it differently. You could like submerge the stalks, like you bind and submerge the stalks, so they're just completely submerged for like a week or two, and that rots them out a little bit faster. And then like, I think it's in Ireland, like Irish linen, which is, you know, Irish flax, um, it's, it's stacked up, and then the ambient humidity rots it, and then so you pull the fibers off and it, it's like it, it produces a different feel and then the way you spin it you can either spin it while it's wet or spin it while it's dry and dry spun obviously comes out like a little bit firmer feeling kind of like kind of like this moko sheen here and then the wet spun um comes out feeling a lot more like like silky cotton but with the same strength as as your as your hemp and but it's just you know, it like that's just how nerdy, how far down the nerd hole you want to go, and it it's got like a really nice, I uh, some it comes out like kind of like a grayish silvery usually. That's, or that's, that's the mocha machine that we have a bunch of. Yeah, that's that's the one I have broken down the most. This is it, it's beautiful, it's mm-hmm. stunning rope. It, like it, this is, I've never used mocha machine. I just but I've, I think of, you know, you all have felt it here and at other places, but. It, it is, it's a phenomenal rope, like, I don't, yeah. I always forget what different ones we have as far as our... But, I mean, I'm looking at, like, like a half a kilometer of rope right here. <laughs> yeah, this is a lot of rope. Uh, it used to all be hanging on our wall. Um, no, we can't do that right now. We'll get back there. That'll be a... I, I do, I want to get everything stretching out again. Maybe I'll hyperfixate and decide to... Engine oil some rope tonight. Who knows? It's it's just another way of like it's just so fun. It's just another yeah. way of nerding down on rope. Like 
that's one of the reasons why I am now trying to learn more about jute is just because you treat it so differently mm-hmm. off the plant and you know as you use it as you use it like like it it's, it becomes very personal <laughs> exactly yeah, it becomes extreme it becomes extremely personal and you've put in all this time and effort to break it into this exact point that you like how it feels you like how it holds and and, I, and like in with my current partner now it's one of the things is just like we're really into how it ends up smelling too mm-hmm. like you know like so it's like oh we got to be really careful because I don't want to wash everything every time yeah. because it starts to like really hold these, uh, I don't know, just another way like it holds Odors. your partnership together yeah. <laughs> through odor. <laughs> yeah. But it's just in like, you know, that set of rope will probably not get used again. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, which is, which is fun, but that just means like I got to keep making a lot of rope so mm-hmm. we could do all sorts of other stuff. <laughs> Uh, well. yeah, I think that's mostly where where the synthetic comes in handy is yeah. like we don't do any sort of dirty stuff with with our hemp. So I don't think we've even ever actually. I have. Oh, we have. Because yeah. like. I washed my rope before. Yeah, but we don't do it all that often unless yeah. it's like actually used, or like a new new processing to a kit. Right. Yeah. That makes me sound like such a sicko. It sounds like I have a bunch of filthy rope that just stinks. <laughs> no, no, it's totally fine. Like this uh, is part of what we do. It's it's sweat and body oil yeah, and well. dead cells. Like there's nothing exactly that sexy about it, but what you did with it was. And so like this this room <laughs> this Romanian hemp, I love this hand feel. Right. Much much like yeah, just a lot more than this other one here. Um, That's um, my preferred rope right now was. This. Yeah, I think there's two different types in yeah. that big pile. Yeah, oh, one, yeah, yeah, this is... This, this yeah. is my earlier my earlier one. Yeah. And I didn't, was this Moko as well? Uh, I think you have Moko and Minawashi. Yes. Minawashi. No, no, yeah. the, the, the purple is Minawashi. Or is this I think you have also? a natural Minawashi kit also. This is my, okay, I'll have to look. That might be the Minawashi. Like, there's... I can tell that there's two different types in there, but I can't remember which is which. Oh, I'll have but to, I'm pretty sure it's Moko and Minawashi. I'll have to go in there and I, I can generally figure it out like, with it. I, I can't get over the color of jute though. It is my favorite of the colors of them. Yeah, just that, that natural. Because like the, the hemp, I mean the the linen comes out looking more like this. Mm-hmm. Like this hemp, this like oatmeal heather kind of color. Yeah. But with a lot more sheen, like it looks kind of like shiny. Which is cool and unique, but like just the, the golds and browns that you get from jute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, this is what rope is. <laughs> it's a plant, it's a grass. Yeah. Crumbs is like, what, what are you, what are you playing with what over playing there? Over? Do, I, do I get to play with this? I want to play with this. <laughs> because I'm the Beastmaster, we have trained the, uh, um, the animals to leave the rope alone. That's a must. Mm-hmm. I'm, and I'm surprised that you don't have very much like dog or cat hair on your rope. That is like a perpetual battle for me. <laughs> Even though I don't well, I mean, use my do use been, it for anything else, but like yeah, well, it's I been in storage for not quite storage, but 
in like collecting dust out laying lying around in various rooms. <laughs> no, we usually have something on top of it, so it's not collecting dust. Um, but it's been mostly stored up. But um, when we do have the rope space set up, they know that they're not allowed in that space. Right. Um, yeah, you. Yeah. I know you've done really well with that. I just carry a lot of. Uh, I keep a lot of lint removers in my rope bag. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, because especially that. after you end up doing stuff, you're oh, you're yeah. covered in uh, fibers and. Yeah. Right. It's like that. I always thought like I could treat my rope or make my rope a certain way that it will stop doing yeah. that, and it. It's just part of the part of the like, territory. Nope. If I want to go all synthetic, sure, but God, I just sound like a snob. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Uh-oh. You're with fellow rope snobs here. Uh-oh. Yeah, but I'm not like a like a hard. Some I used to be. You used to. I used to be. I, I mean, but that be. was also conditioning from the social circle you were in. Yeah, now I'll so. <laughs> that is true. The hyper-fixating of the... I noticed that your line was like one quarter of an inch off from yesterday. <laughs> I was getting that. I don't... Yeah, I, I think that's one of the benefits of, like, not... Not being too, like... Like, keeping a lot of it to myself and in the bedroom for so long. I, I never really experienced too much of that. Yeah. But I just want people to tie however they want to tie with whatever they want to tie and then have the time to like nerd out on the shit they love. Yeah. And like, I'm going to nerd out done, on this right now. We've, we've, like, we've done like a um, performance rope like, right. in front of crowds. Those, yeah. those, are, those are fun. It's a lot of fun. The best was in New York and we were at Paddles. Which closed stage. recently. They did? Aww. Yeah, they closed. That's too bad. Paddles is gone. They had their farewell party on June 25th. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, I'm sure it's similar to what a lot of people are dealing with of landlords just yeah refusing to. I think extend that's, leases. I think like there's a like a threshold was going through that. I think like yeah, sanctuary and sanctuary too. Yeah, but sanctuary is fine, right? No, sanctuary is moving to Gardena. Oh wow. Yeah, they as of as of today, yesterday they had to turn in all their keys. Holy shit. Yeah. But, Ooh, they, I... but they're owning their space in Gardena. It's theirs. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. That so is it's fantastic. Like, it's like worth it. Fucking worth it. <laughs> and it'll have parking. That's <laughs> it's gonna wow. have It's going to have parking. <laughs> that's huge. But yeah, Threshold had some, some issues. Uh, but I think they're back to yeah, they're, they're some, fine. Somebody they're came in and like, yeah. They had uh, a lot of ADA complaints and right. uh, a couple other issues. Some some drama with the board. A, I think that problem's been going on with that board forever though, right? Oh and yeah, really... and it's going to happen in any area where there's people in charge. <laughs> as far as I know, like they, they were hiring up and have hired a, a a bunch of new people so i think they're taking it in stride getting set up at the new place like wow. as as much as they want to they have a gofundme set up for like help us move and help us set up the new space but like the fact that uh mistress melissa is able to fucking buy the place that's huge like that's awesome it's interesting seems like there's going to be a lot of a changes lot. in the la scene i think so too because Laird Assad we didn't survive. Yeah, they didn't survive, but in like, like the new... Which is, thank fucking God. <laughs> I'm glad you said it. I I, I'm on a podcast for the first time. I didn't know what I could share. But yeah, thank fucking God. It's like, 
I, I never went there because I have never heard anything positive coming out of there. So I think that's, I mean, it's just, it's just like a new, it sounds so cheesy, but there's just like a, a new definition or like a new era of BDSM coming up now. That's yeah. very, very different than what it was when I was young. But when I learned like in the late nineties, early two thousands, like it was a very different just a very different scene and yeah. culture altogether. Well, because they tried to go, they tried to make it a goth club, but they keep on doing all of these things. And it's a bunch of old white men in charge that exactly. just want to keep younger and younger girls coming in. And like <laughs> not keeping up with any sort of like what other cultural changes are going on so that if you do actually want to be a daddy, what's going to make you a good fucking daddy? Yeah. They don't want to get into any of that stuff. Like, no. And they so just want like, to continue to abuse their, exactly. their they want that. place of power. That abusive culture benefits them much more than them trying to change their yeah. culture, like what they're used to. So uh, very happy that they did not survive the pandemic. Yeah. Because I don't think they would have gone down otherwise because people will always support something that they don't know the, the actual bullshit behind or don't care to say that, hey, that's not okay. Right. And, and not to say, you know, like that's, I think that's sort of, the issues that were there and that were portrayed there, we see kind of oh, still it's, it's, everywhere. It's in every social circle. But there's like a we, very different like type of awareness, I think, coming up in the scene right now, or has yeah. been for about the past 10 years, um, that I've noticed. Yeah. That, like, like when we've talked about trying to figure out what community would look like to us going forward, it's like, do I want to be a community leader? No, but I want to have community around me so it doesn't seem like I get much of a choice. It has to be like a, if you build it, they will come. But yeah. I also, I, I think for me, I want to build it in a way that like, I'm not on a pedestal. I'm not infallible. I'm not perfect. And I want you to feel safe and comfortable going to someone to say that I did something to hurt you or I, like, whatever that is. Cause the experiences we've had, that's not there. I don't like having like feeling like I have to be a community leader because, um, because the, the community or the culture I'm around, like, just doesn't feel great to me. Yeah. Because it takes so much energy, and, like, I'd rather put that energy of, like, being this sort of kink person I want to be, like, right. with, with my partner, or my partners, whatever it is I'm in with. Yeah. It's, like, being a community leader takes a different sort of energy, and I don't always have the energy to do, to, not that I ever have been one, but, like, I've taught classes, and, yeah. you know, like, you put in that much energy and try to put in that much energy in a great relationship, and I don't... I haven't been able to make those two yeah, work. It's, it's not sustainable. Right. And I, I'm at an age now where it's like, I, when I get a great relationship going, like that, that needs to be my focus. That needs to be such a big part. And because I'm like kind of, I don't know, like maybe a little paranoid about like getting like, oh, I like keeping, keeping my life separate, my vanilla and my kink life separate that like, I don't know if I want to be like, stepping out there and like hey i know this shit is really wrong but like and the, the community's got to change but there's a part of me still it's like i don't want to have to fucking deal with this over right work. why do i have to be the person to fight that battle yeah and like can i can i just have like spend some time being in a really good relationship or in a really good community for a while yeah bef and then maybe like step that up but i don't know like it sounds kind of like it sounds kind of not well, pulling your weight sort of thing and that's sort of like for the longest time, we had been talking to or trying to like coordinate with Roy Lynn at Astrology, and for one reason or another, usually it's probably on our part, we we just kind of like drop the ball or don't follow through. 
but there hasn't been like you know there hasn't been a time when there wasn't like a follow up from from the other side. Mm-hmm. It began to feel, or is feeling like we're you know beating a dead horse. I don't know. It's like are we we're uh, what um what am I just saying, trying to say uh it's like we're just like being too pushy. Yeah. So we right we, we mentioned it once. I think that was like it, it's been more than once, but we have brought up like you know we'll we'll help coordinate you know events coming back and you know whatever that looks like you know let us know what what to schedule what you know how we can help and then it's and she's excited about it when we talk and then just nothing happens after that. It's just I think overall it's just a lot to do. Yeah. Like in you know like. She's running, a, I think, two businesses, too. And so yeah. It's like... She's busy. And and not to say, like, that I don't know what's going on. Or it's just, like, trying to build a strong community in kink just takes way more energy mm-hmm. than I think a lot than I can... than I even imagine. Yeah. Well, I think and, that's the way most of them started. Um, the one that we had, had been a member of was created... I mean, I was one of the founders at that time, but it was, like, originally created by, like, these other two people, this couple, who were um, just looking to, like, you know, learn more about the rope and inviting close friends over to totally. uh, to his place. And, and then all of a sudden, like, more and more people started showing up. It was like, oh, you know, we should, like, maybe make this available to other people on FET. And that's where kind of, you know, that's... And I met them when they were... Uh, before it all started, we were... I was not lob. I, I, I was I was lobbying for a different name, but I forgot what that was. But Ventura Dynamics or some shit like sounds that. Sounds so stupid like that. That, that which, was very. Which that, sounds like a like really douchey co-working space or something <laughs> like, or a bad like tech startup. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> Ventura Dynamics. <laughs> that Ventura. That's fucking funny. Totally sounds like some dude. It does. You need to, it. It would come with like its like its uniform would be like a polo shirt. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be hilarious. So. so that actually grew. That's why we realized we shouldn't be pushing in that direction, trying to revive something. Yeah. From that connection. Wasn't yeah. So That's... uh, so you know we love Roy Lynn a whole bunch, but she 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 she's so busy. It's not a priority for her, and that's and, okay. Yeah, so that's fine. We'll, it feels different for us when it's our. I don't know what her lifestyle is, but I know yeah. this is this is our lifestyle, yeah. and so it feels a lot different when it's like it's a lifestyle versus like I don't like I said maybe it's just like a, a business thing that she's doing. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's a different sort of energy you want to devote to that. Yeah, that's true. And you know what I mean? It's just like. I get that, and it's, it's fine. And, but then yeah. it's also like I don't want to stick my neck out there and meet a whole bunch of people in yeah. the scene to try to build something, because I've been so kind of private for so long. Right. I don't want to end up with like some shitty folks. Yeah. So like you two are really like, there's maybe like there's yeah there's like two other people I kind of keep in contact with about this stuff other than my partner. Yeah. Who? Tell us now. We're jealous. <laughs> you have no other friends. Others. How dare you? Uh, but yeah, but. Uh actually a person that I had matched with and chatted with you know in a, in a previous life um, matched with I think we talked about this a little yeah, bit yeah. last time we were here um, after so pre-pandemic pre-pandemic you, you uh, had matched with somebody on uh, OKC and and we're talking never really met in person because she was what pregnant at the time she was very pregnant yes and then <laughs> and, and then the pandemic hit you know like 
she had a baby and we became shut-ins and just kind of things changed and then I think it was last year mm -hmm. last year it was like some point like I was on field uh, oh yeah, yeah I mean, field, F -E I know what it is I haven't, I haven't been on it and um, and she had sent me a note just reached out and I mean, I read my profile saying like you know I feel really comfortable with with you know how you you know phrase everything how you're working so we've become really great friends and then, like through the through the process of just chit chatting, blah blah blah, we made the connection. Like, wait a minute, you matched up with my partner like three years ago. You're the person. <laughs> oh, so they didn't know that you two. No. Yeah. We just eventually put together that he was talking to pregnant Amber, the girl that we've been gotcha. calling pregnant Amber for like three years, <laughs> that now has a three-year-old. We're not gonna call her pregnant Amber anymore. <laughs> Is it because we don't have another Amber now? <laughs> Yes, we, we have excised all the ambers from our life, except only one remained. <laughs> three, am three ambers entered the chamber. Only one remained. Oh, yeah, because you, you know another amber, too. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah, especially, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I surely do. <laughs> Th thanks for coming and hanging out and being weird with us. We, we really appreciate it. We appreciate you. Uh, I appreciate you all. I really enjoy being weird. Yep. There's just not a lot of places I let myself do it, so thanks a lot. Of course. And to all you weirdos out there, thank you for listening in. All I think maybe we've got four now. Uh, <laughs> we really do appreciate you. Do check us out on weirdosonline.com, and we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. See ya. Smash your social mores with the weirdos next door.